Welcome to the CNL Podcast. Woo! <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Chris. Hey, guys. It's Layton. And today, we look at some hilarious news stories from around the world. Let's get started. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Doing quite well. Good, sir. Thank you for asking. You know, the weather's been crappy around here in the Carolinas, but, uh, you know, surviving, surviving. Well, you know what? I have the thing that will cheer your spirits up. Um, as many of you know, um, the funny news section is a beloved part of the podcast. But what if I told you we expand it from our normal realm of funny stories from the U.S. and take it all across the world? What is that? How does that sound to you, Chris? Did I Did I really sell it to you? I mean, listen, you could have done a little better, but I'll take it. <laughs> the funny news story is, oh, no, I'm not going to do it again. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm stoked. I'm excited because, um, you know, usually we just do one of each. We each. We each do one. So this is a unique one because we're picking them out from all over the world. So And, you know, let- Americans aren't the only people that are funny. Very true. Very true. Everyone is funny. <laughs> funny looking but, okay let's get started <laughs> are you talking to me are you talking to me <laughs> no 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 let me hear this first story that you got okay are you ready yes i have okay. my diapers on i'm ready perfect this is an interesting story from ghana and mm. it's titled mourners flee as dead man wakes up minutes before his burial oh my gosh Okay, now, if you haven't listened to the last episode, go check it out. AI Invasions, um, one of my favorites of ours. Uh, am I biased? <laughs> it really Maybe a was a good bit. one. <laughs> but there was a story in there that uh, kind of relates to this. And so here we are again. This is crazy. Being buried alive, that's... I don't know if it's one of my one of my biggest fears, but I mean, the more I think about it, it just might be. Just think about it, being buried alive it's It's definitely a nightmare because no one i mean no one cares once you're dead and if you're alive people think you're dead you're kind of stuck there forever until you die (laughs) you must be a good like faker or something yeah no he this guy really faked everyone um maybe it was april fool's day but but anyways he was declared dead by medical professionals he's 20 years old um Ah, and he was unconscious for a very long time he was involved in an accident, and they declared him dead when they couldn't afford his medic. His like the family couldn't afford his medical bills, Dang. and um, they were putting him down into the casket. A bunch of people around, and they started to notice that his legs were moving. Whoa! And everyone freaked out, and then they rushed him back to the hospital, <laughs> and the doctors. I mean, I would, I'd be, I'd be a little bit concerned. But they said could the patient. You, could you imagine the doctor's face? He's like, "What the hell? I just declared that dude dead like two minutes ago." I would be suing the doctor because I'd be like, "What type of doctor are you? I mean, you yeah. you you can't tell if someone's dead." <laughs> oh my gosh! What well, would you say the root of all this mayhem was due to the money, the lack of money? I think the money definitely was an issue. But I think it's merely, I'm blaming the doctor here because they found, once they checked him out, they said he had a pulse, blood pressure, and his reflexes were working. Hmm. Oh, this is after they discharged him? No, this is when they brought him back to the hospital after he was moving in the the casket. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. But uh, okay, I don't know if this this is stated in the article, but from when the doctor declared him, you know, dead basically to when they found out he was still alive like his legs were moving, does it say the time span between that time, you know? Um the only thing we have is that he was in an accident on June 21st and the news was reported July 12th. Oh, wow. So, okay, so there could be several days to several hours that this guy was, you know, out yeah, cold. Yeah, I really in that don't know casket. how they missed that. The thing that shocks me the most is like, let's say he was discharged, you know, like, you know, two days after they found out he was actually alive. Like, how is his, you know, I, it's just so many questions. How was he alive? He was still breathing? Or was he on a ventilator or something? How, you know, all these questions. I just, it blows my mind. I don't well, get it. That's the, insane. The chief medical officer is uh, probing the lack of medical supervision at the hospital. And they're <laughs> doing an investigation. Oh, my goodness. And you said this happened in Ghana, right? Yep. Wow. That, well, the dad come back to life once <laughs> again, man. <laughs> it's, it's a theme, but I think this one is more insane because... I mean, they buried the guy who was moving in our last our last uh, example of this. But in this case, everyone flees as he wakes up. <laughs> okay, speed round. What do you think? It, what is your prediction that of what will happen to this physician that declared him dead, but he wasn't actually? I dead? think they're going to bury him alive, just <laughs> just to kind of pay him back, pay back the what he's done to their family. Prove his point. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine that? And then he'll be wiggling his little legs out it's there. It's like, well, we got the casket for something. <laughs> yeah, we have all these funeral arrangements. Might as well take advantage. We, we, we already paid for it. So do you mind just hopping in? Yeah. You know, my deposit is non-refundable, especially, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm sure this doesn't apply, but if I were, I brought, I bought a shirt the other, or actually today from a store. Yeah, I'm almost sure this doesn't apply. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. But uh, yeah, as soon as I hit the cash register, the lady, she looked at me with these like beady eyes and she was like, are you sure you want this? Because once you buy it, due to, you know, this whole pandemic that we're in, you cannot return it. Like you're stuck with it, whether you like it or not. It's non-refundable. I wonder if that's the case with this whole, with the casket, you know, you never know. Yeah. They're like, guys, someone has to die. We bought the casket. <laughs> It's oh my gosh! I imagine insane. they use it as like a coffee table now. <laughs> you know, thing. that's that's a very versatile coffee table because not only is it a coffee table, but you can also nap in it. You can take a nap, and hopefully, no one locks you in. <laughs> they got to do like some some locks on the inside. Got to trick it out. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that was a crazy story. Yes, I gotta say. Starting it. Where do you open this up from? Ghana. Where do you open this? All the way from Ghana, man. They know how to do it over there. <laughs> so my news is over from the UK. Okay. Okay. Now we've visited the UK a few times. Not A couple of times. You know, yeah. But here's the title of the story, okay? It says, Soon to be groom left freaked out by fiance's family's wedding night ritual. Now before I even get into it, what goes into your mind? What are you thinking is this crazy ritual that you know that they're talking about what are your predictions well, i watched a movie similar to that where it's like they play a game and if they pick a certain card then 
Oh, this is the day, the night before the wedding, or day after, the night of, or something. Then mm. it's a, it's like a hunt, and they try to kill, they try to kill the the bride. Wow! It was they a tried movie. To kill the bride. It was insane, but I don't think it's going to be as weird as that. But I'm hmm. very curious to hear what this is. Hopefully, it's so not it, that. If they're able to kill the bride, then there's no wedding. Yeah, it's 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 just like a weird tradition. I don't remember the so movie exactly, but does, maybe I'll play this at my wedding. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> no, uh, Jennifer, if you're listening to this, I'm just kidding. But anyway, <laughs> so here is the uh, the crazy ritual. Okay? okay, so this is this is what the what the husband said, and I'm quoting. Here we go. The husband, this is the ritual. The husband and wife go into the master bedroom together and they are supposed to do it, right? Or uh, consummate the marriage. Okay. And now, you know, it sounds normal, right? Like you do that at your honeymoon, I assume. But the thing is that the master bedroom is the master bedroom of the 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 wife's parents. Oh, that. So that's their story. That's their ritual. Like... They have to go into her parents' bedroom, get it on like crazy bunnies in there. And the weird part here, here's here's the even weirder part. Their family waits outside of the room until they're finished, and they applaud them and wait for it. There's even more the sheets that they did their you know the business on the deed on the the uh, her mother, the wife's mother, is gonna tear a little square, and she's gonna. Sew that into a blanket that has all these other, you know, little square sheets of from other family members who have done the same oh ritual. Oh my god, that is so strange. That is disgusting. That's so strange. Imagine that ritual. Uh, okay, could you could you imagine like okay, it's 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 in it's in the you know you're in the th- the throes of passion, and then and then you hear like a you hear like a squeak. And you're like, what was that? <laughs> and and it's it's the dad. He cracked the yeah. door open, or like he dropped his oh, phone. Gosh. And you're like, yeah, wait he, a second, why do you hear heavy breathing? Oh my gosh! Like I, I it just you can't. You wouldn't be able. At least I wouldn't be able to finish a deed. And I don't. Yeah, that'd be tough. And then you hear applause. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice. <laughs> It'd honestly be nice if I got applauded. <laughs> I, mean, I think I, most guys would appreciate that. Maybe just like a soundtrack. It doesn't even have to be real. I just want like a Big Bang Theory kind of like laugh track or like applause. You know what? I'm going to add that sound effect into here just because of that. <laughs> I, well, I'm not going to I'm not gonna act it out, but maybe, maybe you can get a sound effect for that too. <laughs> oh my goodness. But, and then, and then she goes further on to say, because the, you know, the, the guy's like, you're, you're nuts. I'm not going to do this. You know, this this is supposed to be our time. I'm not going to do this without your whole family right outside the door. And she's like, come on, we can just fake it and get it over with and all. And she's, she's trying to persuade him to get go through with it. But then, but then the mom sniffs the blanket and like, where is it? And I, how am I supposed to cut a piece out of this? It's just a normal blanket. Oh my gosh. Wait, what do you mean snips it? <laughs> <laughs> she's like a bloodhound. She detects it. She knows? Oh, my she, gosh. She knows, yeah. Oh, gosh. And you know what's the other thing I'm thinking about is that they say this is in the master bedroom, which I assume is her parents' bedroom. So that means, 
you know, there's history in that bed. Uh, my question already. is, what happens if she gets gets a divorce? Hmm. Yeah, what kind of ritual is there? What, what kind of, and then they get married again, and then the guy comes in. He's like, "Wait a sec, what's this blanket?" It's like, "Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing." It's like, "Wait, why? Why are they? Why are they following us to the bedroom?" Oh, don't worry. They they just they just stand outside. <laughs> don't mind them. Just just do it. Get it over with. Ugh. Oh my god, that's disgusting. But, um, I I pity that family. Yeah. Um, that is just that's that's horrendous. So, would you rather do this? Or, or do uh, that that game from that movie you were saying? I would rather be um, buried alive. <laughs> well, let's go to Ghana and get that done. Jesus, I mean, that's just, like I think that just shows that there are just long term issues underneath that whole thing. Yeah. Because what are they going to be like? Oh, you know, there's a child. It's like, oh, well, congrats on being pregnant, but we have to, the dad has to deliver. The, it's just so weird. I don't know. I'm, it's just, <laughs> how weird does it get? And like, oh, they seem like the kind of people, like, did it ever like make you uncomfortable when you saw like parents kiss their kids on the mouth? Yeah. Yeah. I've never really understood that. I, I mean, when I see it, it, it you know, I, I I don't understand it because I've never done it, but I guess to some people it's just normal, you know. Yeah, and like there's nothing wrong with that. But I think if there was ever a family to do that, it would be these people. <laughs> okay, well that was a great story, um, and I have something similar. Not not you know it's not too far off, um, but get get on a plane, Chris, and pack your bags because you're heading to an all expense paid trip to South Korea for this funny news story. Okay, are you ready? I was hoping right. you'd say North Korea. Oh, okay. I was tempted, but we're <laughs> we're we're going to go down south to South Korea. Um, are you are you buckled in? I am buckled. Okay, and we're flying over to the story. There it comes. I see the story, and we just landed. South Korea created a website for locating women of childbearing age. What? So I don't know if you know this, um, and this is actually kind of an issue with Japan as well, um, but. South Korea has a very low birth rate. Hmm. That's interesting. Now, I wonder why. Japan has attempted to tackle its problem by producing a video encouraging people to have more sex. Huh. Now, I'm not going to click on that video because I don't want my browser <laughs> history to be tainted. <laughs> oh, I just I can picture like someone you know, a coworker, <laughs> or even just Miranda opening the history. Oh, wait a sec. The- what is this? Well, you want to move to Japan for this? <laughs> why Why is it in Japanese? Oh my God, what is that on the screen? Since when do you read Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, kudos to South Korea. They decided to take a different approach by creating a website that does the opposite of slut shaming. That's what the article said. Um, huh. They draw on many shades of the color pink, and it's a birth map that provides a breakdown. Uh, lighter means there's less women. Darker pink means there are loads of women. That shows where women of childbearing age live in each city, district, and region. It also um, it can allow you to go even more into detail by searching an address. Um, now, wow. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna kind of get your initial thoughts here before I keep reading. What do you think about that? Okay, let, let me let me get this straight. So, basically, South Korea is encouraging the boom boom. Very eloquently put, yes, they, <laughs> they're like, men, this is where they are. I don't necessarily, wow. I don't necessarily like how they're portrayed as almost like 
an item like hey this is the nearest gas station t- near you but, yeah yeah or like oh this it's, is the nearest wendy's but now it's this is the nearest childbearing woman oh my gosh but is there is there really you know this big of an issue that there's just not enough i guess women have like difficulties having children well I, I assume that's the case for them to be doing this crazy stuff i don't know exactly but i know in other countries it's a it's a pop it's a combination of um you know well first of all the population is really old so they're aging mm. so a lot of them are dying um and a lot of people have very stressful jobs um i know mm. that you know china's with the one child policy that created an influx right. so there's more men than women Right. So just just naturally few relationships. Don't know the exact thing for South Korea, but it is an issue. I know Japan, like their population is decreasing like every day because more people are dying than being born. Oh, wow. And that becomes an issue down the line, obviously, because then you just have a bunch of old people and no young people. Now, this is a little, you know, a little tangent, but don't you find it interesting that, um, that the population, like in China, you you know they have the one-child policy. In Japan, the it's decreasing, but but yet the pollution in that area seems to be very significantly high. Don't you think that's an interesting thing? I yeah, guess, I mean, I me? I think it was introduced to help curb population, but mm-hmm. I think it actually didn't actually do its job of curbing population. The one-child policy. I remember yeah. reading some article that said it didn't actually do its job, but yeah, I, I think it's just. I, th- I think there's just so many people, yeah, and so many area. of those people are not financially well off. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's such an interesting argument because, like, you know, the U.S. has you know manipulated or exported their land, done a lot of things. You know, we killed like so many buffaloes and stuff, and killed a lot of animals to get to where we are. But now, well, maybe not so now as we used to, but we used to be saying, you know, let's. You know, we should tell everyone else to stop using the environment and stop polluting. Yeah. But in order Dang. for those third world countries to become like second or first world, they have to kind of abuse the environment. So it's this interesting juxtaposition of, you know, the superpowers of the world saying, hey, let's not use the environment. But even though they did it to get to where they were, and these third, like these lower, the third world countries that, and their only way of modernizing is to effectively tear down their resources. Mm. It's very interesting. An interesting point. But anyway, back to this article. That's back insane. Article, so they, yeah. ha- <laughs> um, it they have res- these maps that tell you where most, like, there's a high population of women, I assume, right? Is that what it's saying? Yeah. It's uh, women between the ages of 15 and 49 who lived in the neighborhood over the past decade. My it also goodness. shows how many children have been born in that area. Wow. But there's a natural outrage. Um, because while it does work on so. the, while it does yeah exactly while it does work on the low birth rate, it doesn't reference men at all as the issues. It's just saying that women aren't doing their job of <laughs> their producing job babies of, of having which, kids, which I don't, oh which I don't really think is their job at all. So a lot of issues here, but um, I'm happy to note that they took down the site hours after its launch. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's 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 crazy. Not not just because it's saying like that's their job, but also because like, I mean, how ha- how's a how's a woman supposed to have a child without a man? It's like a, you know, like you need one and the other. Yeah, but and it, like, it, it just, just makes crazy. it like oh, here's this 
here's this resource when go get it i don't know it's i would like to sit down to with the author of that whole article or the page that, uh, that was taken down and just like pick his brain and see like what the hell was this guy smoking when he was doing that yeah i really want to interview him because there's no way a woman made this site let's just be real <laughs> Oh my gosh, imagine the curveball. That'd be a curveball <laughs> of the century. Oh my goodness. Well, that was definitely interesting. And now get your luggage ready because I'm also taking you somewhere else. Okay, wait. Can we can, can we like can we drive? No, you're just taking the carry-on and oh, I'm going like in the uh, carry-on. Okay, let me let me fix that. Oh, okay, I'm in. The carry-on is the casket. So. Wow. <laughs> this casket looks lovely. Economy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I have to have another casket over here, so I gotta, you know, maximize the space. And yeah, everything. you got so, to it these these days. Here we go. We're in the casket. We're taking off. Boom! We've arrived. Wow, where are we? And we're here in South America, and more specifically, in Ecuador. Now, actually, hold on. I don't know if you know this, but or maybe you can tell me. Ecuador is that is that in Central America or South America? God, I should. Know. I think it is Central. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's right above Peru. Uh, and right beside Panama. So it's actually in South America, though. It's not in Central America. That is but, a shame. <laughs> but anyway, we're out here in Ecuador. Um, wow. I hear they have amazing food. I mean, I'm, not, I'm a little I've biased. I've heard that, too. Not that I'm from there. But anyway, so just like we've traveled a long distance from South Korea to Ecuador, there's a little guy, actually a frog, okay? This is a title of the story, okay. Frog from Ecuador found hiding in bananas at Northampton Tesco. So Okay, let me let me think of this through. Okay, now a casket is roughly sized to fit a human and a basket <laughs> of bananas rough now did a frog practitioner think the frog was dead? You've solved the case and now he's alive and they're <laughs> they suing it. this frog. Like, crap. <laughs> I want a dead frog. <laughs> oh man! But it it turns out that uh, this little frog was in between these bananas, and it was shipped all the way to you know a Tesco store in Northampton, which I assume is in the United States. I might be wrong. Um, I'm not sure. I think Tesco's I'd a UK brand. To... I think it's in the UK. Oh, get out of here! Are you serious? <laughs> well, you know what? It went somewhere far away. It's very far. Um. So far, it actually went, they, they calculated 5,000 miles. This frog traveled 5,000 miles, more miles than I have. Did he any one any of the bananas? Because I would. Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't know if uh, he probably would have, you know, if he ate a banana, he would have swallowed it and, and he would have killed himself, I think. That's true, guys. Yeah, a small frog. So then, then he really would have been dead on arrival. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, this banana snuck away uh, 5,000 miles all the way to this area, man. Huge, long trip. He survived. Um, now, this is the person that found him um, said the, the amphibium is said to be in good condition despite his long trip. That's good. You know, I, I've read something, you know, they say to always check your bananas because there have been stories of like spiders and bananas like big spiders or like scorpions oh my god because like you know they pick them from the tree and there's an insect in there no one detects it it gets shipped to your local store you reach in to get your banana and there have been cases of people getting bit 
by like venomous spiders. Oh gosh, spiders, man! That and snakes. I just uh, this is another side note. But one of my brother's roommates in college, he is half a Canadian and half Australian. He half was spider. telling us. Oh. I, I was getting to that. You didn't let me get to that. He has four <laughs> limbs or extra four such, limbs. Such a freak. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> the next story is actually about him. <laughs> but um, so he was telling me that every summer they go to Australia, you know, to visit family and stuff from their mom's side. And, and you know, I was I was curious. I was like, is, is, are the spiders really that big out there? And he said, you know, just with a straight face, he's like, Hell yeah. It's like the size of your leg. They're Jeez. huge. And I'm like, and I showed him, you know, this picture online of, I don't know what the kangaroo spiders, I don't know what they're Huntsman called. Huntsman spiders? They're pretty big. Maybe. Camel spiders. Camel spiders. That's what it is. I knew it was some sort of animal. Yeah. Kangaroo, camel, close enough. Uh, and, and, and he was like, yep, that's exactly, I mean, those suckers are just like right outside of your backyard. And he said, like, if you're in Australia, you, you got to look out where you are, wherever you step and stuff, you know, unless you're in the city or something, even then you still might run into something. But I mean, listen, the kangaroos are beautiful and all, but we got to watch out. We I feel like, out. I feel like Australia is like Florida, but on crack. <laughs> because Florida's hot. It has a lot of things. Alligators. There's so many alligators, but replace alligators with crocodiles and great white sharks, but normal sharks in Florida and same amount of bugs and insects. <laughs> Australia is oh, insane. Man. Yeah, but I'm, I still want to go visit eventually. Oh, you know my my parents actually they lived there for two years. Fun fact. Really, for three years? Uh, two years. Yeah, two years. Wow. And Pretty- and have they gone back since? Whenever nope. they lived over there? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Got eaten uh, by a crocodile. No. Um. <laughs> yeah, I yeah they're still over there in in the in that in the crocodile. I haven't seen belly. them since. <laughs> were you there with them when when they no were no it was before no. I was born. This was before they conceived you in their parents' master bedroom. Exactly, and I was there. No, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I mean, that's pretty cool. All right, man. But yeah, this frog survived five thousand mile trip. Th- that is crazy. That's a that's a feel good story. I'm glad that the frog didn't die. It'd be real bummer if he frog went all this distance just to die in a bunch of bananas. You know. Well, that was a great story. Um, I'm I'm not going to make you get in, a, get in um, a plane or anything this time to go to our next story, um, but just get into this cannon, and I hope I lined you up correctly, and I'll meet you there. Oh, gosh. All right. I'm, I'm ready. Got my helmet. Okay, get Fire in. Fire up the thing. Three, two, one. Okay, and welcome. <laughs> We're in the Philippines. <laughs> Filipino man has been nailed to a cross every Good Friday for three, 33 years. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Okay, hold on. I have so many questions, but I'm going to let you continue at least a little bit longer so I get some more background story. So, for those who aren't um, Christian or Catholic or pretty sure those, those two, you know, kind of sex or anything like that, you know, Jesus was nailed to the cross, resurrected, all that stuff. That's how he's di- he died. Um, but you normally don't see people who replicate that. But this man, he's a Catholic man. He is a 58-year-old, uh, and he has been volunteering to get nailed to the cross on Good Friday since the 80s. But unfortunately, 
This is the last year he will be impersonating Jesus. Did he die? Did he, was he buried alive? No. Um, but, um, you know, I know, I know what you're thinking. You might be thinking this. Getting nailed to the cross is, is ridiculous. Um, but surely he must, you know, it, he's probably just tied to the cross. Uh, right. Because who would do that? That is one of my questions you, you're hinting at, yeah. Um, and because if you're doing it 33 times, he's done it 33 years, <laughs> you got to think that you don't really do that. Well, right. um, let me tell you, uh, he, for the last 33 years, has had four-inch nails driven into his hands and feet and get lifted on a large wooden cross. Oh, my goodness. Okay, you know what? I... I might just Google this right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. So each year this guy gets legitimate, you know, real, authentic, official, <laughs> all those words, nails <laughs> into his into his hands and, and, and feet yep. because, you know. It's, it's only five minutes. <laughs> I don't think any amount of time really matters. <laughs> but he's, that's, that's he's looking for a successor. Um, so if you're wondering what you, what it needs, what you need for the job, except I mean, besides extreme willpower to be nailed through your hands and feet, um, he doesn't want anyone who has the job to, um, brag about their special role. So they want, he wants them to be humble. So if you think you can be that, it's, uh, oh it's all, goodness. it's all, it's all you. Did they, does he, um, are there any images of the dude's hands by yep. any chance? Yep, um, there's a video. Um, he's pinned to the cross. He looks like he's in immense pain. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but it, it he says, although wounds caused by these nails take up to two weeks to heal, it's a small price to pay for the opportunity to express their faith in a special way. Oh my gosh. Now, I understand, you know, the honoring your faith, honoring the religion that you follow, like, cool, I, I get that. But is this really, I, th I think this is just extreme. And I don't know, I, I wonder if all of these 30 or after the first five years, if he just had permanent holes in his hands, you know? Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, they say it takes two weeks, but that was, I mean, that's probably after years of tolerance to it. Yeah. Oh, oh, I probably missed that part. So it takes two weeks to heal. Is that what? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I think originally that thing bled like crazy. Yeah, that was like a fountain, fountain of blood. Ugh. My goodness. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was the, yeah. So bit graphic, but hey, you know what? Once he finds a successor, uh, we'll we'll make sure to highlight him on the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll bring him on while he's nailed to the cross. <laughs> while he's nailed. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I think we're sticking to a little dark or interesting things because we're traveling all the way to India right now. Okay, and let me put on my shoes. Yeah, uh, sandals, please. It's really okay, hot out um, there. I'll meet you there. Just I just okay. checked Google Maps. It said two days. Oh, wow, um, you must be nearby. Mine says two years. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we've arrived. Here well, we go. That was fast. Here I am. It's crazy. Time travel. You know I jumped instead of walked much faster. <laughs> I swam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I caught a, you know, I caught you a ride caught a whale. with some sea turtles. <laughs> a whale? I caught a whale? <laughs> yeah, you caught his fin and he took you right up to India. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
So my story reads, uh, priest beheads man to end coronavirus. Newsflash. <laughs> Didn't work. Yeah, he, yeah, he <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert. Now, this was published uh, today, actually. Oh, so maybe I it will assume- end it. Well, I would anticipate it to end like right on the moment. I mean, it's a sacrifice. I Maybe would, it takes you know. time though. It's like a, a buffer, like a little bit of a lag. I mean that that could happen, but this happened like the actual killing happened a few days ago. Okay, I'm I'm yeah. starting to lose hope. Yeah. So it says priest cl- claimed uh, he was ordered by the goddess in his dream to sacrifice a human. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. So this was a 70-year-old priest. Uh he's arrested now. And the the he actually he killed a 52-year-old man inside a temple. Um because you know he he in his dream this goddess appeared to him telling him that in order to end the coronavirus, you must sacrifice this 52-year-old. And he said, Aye aye, Captain. <laughs> and the 52-year-old said, sure. Whatever <laughs> sounds good to me. Oh man! But uh, I guess the the priest realized after the deed was done that you know it didn't work because newsflash, Corona is still going on. But he surrendered to the police, and now he's under arrest. I mean, kudos to him though for convincing someone. I mean, okay, I'm actually he probably just killed them in cold blood. But if he convinced <laughs> him that it would cure coronavirus, that's impressive. Yeah. And and by killing, he decapitated the dude. I don't know if I said D- it in the beginning. Double points there. Did. Wow. Headshot. <laughs> I guess the 52-year-old didn't feel it. You know, th- okay, this is morbid as heck, but I assume that if you are decapitated, this, this is so weird to even think about or wonder. If you're decapitated, you you don't feel any pain, right? What do you uh, think? It depends how fast it is. I mean, did he use like a saw? I mean, that's going to take some time. No, I'm thinking like full out samurai Gu- jack, wow. samurai sword, <laughs> you know, ma- yeah, machete, like quick slice like butter or something. Wow. I would feel like you, you don't feel It should anything. be quick, but you know, if you kill a chicken, it's still alive once its head's cut off. Oh, I've seen that where they still move and yeah. they're flinching. But that would be like a normal, uh, you know, you, your body still, I guess the nerves are reacting. That's but true, yeah. Your, your brain is the one processing the pain. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking of this in a biological sense because if you're sensing pain from your limbs, that's because it's going from your limbs all the way to your brain. But if your brain is disconnected from your limbs, then how do you feel the pain? That's true. Maybe I'm just messed up, man. <laughs> well, you know, it's a shame that he's dead, but I mean, the the he was trying, the priest was trying to help people out. Yeah. Just I didn't guess. work out. So if you were the police officer and you were, and, and the priest was like, I, I was trying to help the world to get rid of this disease. How how would you incriminate him? Would you call him he's crazy? I, would you I, arrest him? I would take or would a you give long, him the death penalty? I'll take a long smoke <laughs> on my cigarette and I would say Cigarette, not a cigar? Nope, just my cigarette. Um and I would say, <laughs> Looks like you got ahead of yourself. And I would hit the drums and then sentence him to life. <laughs> 
Oh man, sentence him to life or give him a death penalty? What, what, what are you thinking? That he well, decapitated this guy. Maybe you know we've talked about it a lot, but put him in a coffin until he dies. Oh my goodness, quite a way to end. I mean, you can convince him saying, "I'm going to put you in a very comfortable bed." Yeah, um, and and I'm going to give you the keys to get out. But the trick is, the lock is on the outside. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Okay, I'm morbid. I don't know what's going on, people. What All a, I've been drinking is water, I swear. <laughs> what a dark way to end our fantasy cruise around the world. <laughs> Thank you for coming to the CNL airline. We hope that you travel again. Please, please, please check. Please come. Please come again. Wow, what is oh what, what what a, what a segment. That was fun, man. We went around the world and experienced some crazy stuff. Uh, maybe once I actually get to travel to these places, I'll. Well, I don't want to experience anything. <laughs> and none of these stories were good. But, you know, I think, I think you know, we've gone abroad, but maybe it's time to bring it back home and ask, how was your week? Yeah. My my week has been, uh, I got to say, it's been a very proactive week, man. I've been busy as could be. This has probably been the busiest week I've been in a very long time. And I'm very grateful for that, that there's work to be doing, you know. Uh, lots of closing, lots of clients, um, and, and today was a great one. Today was a good closing, and you know I'm very grateful for that. I'm very happy for that. But one other thing that I'm really grateful for, and this is I haven't told you about this, but so you know I feel like you and I are kind of on the same page in terms of trying to have an entrepreneur mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to be our own bosses, trying to eventually get out of this you know, get out of a nine to five mindset and, and try to be independent and eventually have, you know, passive income eventually. Are you leaving the podcast? <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I turned in my two weeks notice. Darn. Actually two days notice. Oh, we can't even get another episode out. <laughs> oh man. But so for this last listing I did, I decided, you know what? I'm I'm not going to pay for my, for someone to come do photography for the home. I want to try it myself. So I did a lot of research. I watched a lot of YouTube videos, read a lot of forums. And, you know, I felt like I felt confident enough to where I knew enough to where I can do it, you know, maybe not professional level, but good enough to where it could get sold. So I bought I bought a very basic entry level DSLR camera, nothing special, nothing crazy, and a wide angle lens, a couple of lights and some tripods and other equipment. And I just set out and I did it. And I went and I did my listing. I took the photos of it. Under three days, the house was under contract, man. It went good. Wow. And then, so I got inspiration from that because I really enjoyed the photography aspect. I enjoyed learning how to do it, how to do HDR images, how to do work with lighting and all that. And it, and it didn't feel like work, you know, like it just felt fun. So about a week ago, I was like, I was looking, I was sitting here at my desk. And I was looking at my camera that I bought, and I was like, I've only used this thing once when I bought it. And so now, now it's just sitting here like, how can I use this for my favorite? How can I use it to pay itself? And so I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll offer my services to other real estate agents. So I went on a HomeSpotter app, which is what I used to look at homes. And I looked through, I don't know, man, hundreds of homes to you know make a list of homes whose pictures were you know okay that I thought I could do better. And I made a list and then I reached out to the agents of those homes and I was like, listen, 
this I, I do photography as a side business this is something I enjoy. Here's a link to a virtual tour that I made. Here's a link to the last pictures of the last listing I made. Bottom line is that out of all the people I sent out, only two got back to me, but two people want to work with me, man. That is great. It just felt so rewarding to just take a chance, you know, buy something because you like it, do it, and then learn from it, and then just, you know, try to make money off of it. And just, it shows you that if, if you really enjoy doing something and you love it and you have fun and you're willing to just reach out and ask and put yourself out there, that it, it freaking works, man. It really does. So that, that that's my spiel of the week. That's my week. It's it's been awesome, man. Man, that that is, that is great. You are having just a, a swell swell week. I, I can't I can't. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 swollen. I think I'm about three hundred pounds. Maybe I'll burst. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, enough of that, man. How, how how was your week? How how you been? I haven't. I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, well, I I went to the beach. Oh, first time I've been anywhere outside of you know my house. I know people may be saying, "Wait a sec, <laughs> that's not safe." But let me tell you, I I really tried to keep it secluded. I socially distanced. No one saw yeah. me. Had my mask on. <laughs> Watermelon mask. Yep. Uh, when the water didn't really work in the in the water, <laughs> but it's okay. What was the water cold by any chance? Yeah, yeah. So I went to the beach. The water was like very cold. Like, like, like a cold shower, kind of cold, and mm. it was like a storm was coming, so the water was extremely like turbulent. Oh wow! What were the beaches crowded at all? Um, they were crowded. Like when you look down the shore, but like we had found like a kind of secluded spot. I brought my brother, and we just kind of kept it clean, kept it clean and safe, no issues. Yeah, but yeah, I, I was literally getting knocked down by the the um the waves. Like they were so strong because like the oh, wow. storm. Yeah, and I was just getting destroyed, and like it was so like I was getting trapped under the waves too. Oh my gosh! It would not be so down. You, and you went into the water like normal. You were I swimming did, yeah. In Dang, what a brave soul! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you're safe. No uh, corona. You weren't. You didn't drown. No, um, it did pull my shorts down a couple times, <laughs> um, uh, and I may have been exposed a couple people. So. <laughs> wasn't the it, best it's okay you'll never see them again hopefully i hope not unless it was a facebook live <laughs> or something some celebrities there my my ass is just out uh, but then and then podcast and then was, host of cnl yeah, shows bare massive ass scandal <laughs> oh my god but um you'll, you'll end up on 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 uh upi or something yeah yeah, yeah. dumbass shows ass on beach i don't know something, <laughs> something like that um but so then I was getting tired of getting knocked down by the waves when I was standing up. Like the waves, like the tallest waves would be like, I'm 6'2". It would get to like 6'3 and just like knock me down. Like it, the wave would just cover me. I had no way of getting around it. Oh my goodness, man. The waves were quite That's big. A- um, and But then I was like, you know, I'm tired of getting hit by these waves. So then I decided to sit on the beach, like uh, on the yeah. tide and get knocked down by smaller waves. It was just destroying me as well. And I have this like terrible like sand burn on my inner thighs and it's just really painful now because like you know like when you stand on the tide and like it like feels like it's dragging you in like when the tide's coming back it was like pulling my body in and i just had like i stood up and i had so much sand in my shorts it was like a pound of sand in my shorts so but all in all it was fun um 
but yeah, I have a bit of I have a couple of abrasions on my thighs from the sand. I mean, there's a price we gotta pay to enjoy the good things of life. That's true. That's true. I mean, you you enjoy you enjoy the you enjoy the sun and the beach, but you come back burned and sand in in your thighs. So that that was fun. But yeah, and that, the that, that's, that's ugh, no comment. <laughs> but yeah, that's been my week. That's great, man. I'm glad. I'm glad things are you seem to be getting back to normal, but at the same time, I'm very skeptical and I'm trying not to be. But yeah, well, you know, I'm, only I'm, time will tell. I'm afraid it's gonna just revert back to what it was previously. So my hopes are low. Yeah, same here. But uh, you know what? CNL will continue to go, and uh, we got a really awesome show coming up next week. So stay tuned for that. But before we end it. Uh, I, I just want to ask you, good sir, uh, any rec- any recommendations for the week? Do I have any recommendations? Um, I'm just going to go with the tried and true. You know, leave us a review. You know, give us some positive feedback. You know, our brand is growing. You know, we're getting more followers every day. But you know what? It is. We would love a review because the amount of listeners we have compared to the reviews don't make sense. So if you're listening, <laughs> do us a favor. Leave us a review. Yeah, I, I I agree to that for sure. Please leave us a review. I mean, the show has been growing, showing great numbers, uh, and we couldn't do it without your guys' support. We love doing this. So uh, aside from following our podcast, which is an awesome wreck, I'm going to recommend uh, a show on Netflix uh, called The Sinner. If you like uh, kind of mystery-themed, kind of a little bit of suspense, but more of mind trick, like if you like Black Mirror, you'll probably like this show a little bit. Because it's kind of like that. It's mysterious. You're kind of like, what's going to happen next? Why did this happen? What is going on? Type deal. I recommend The Sinner. Check it out on Netflix. Uh has two different seasons right now. And there are about eight or nine episodes per season. So it's not too long, but it, it it's worth a watch for sure. Uh, but but that's my rec for the week. So Perfect. Right on. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. And uh, we'll catch you next week. See you guys. <laughs>